Blog Talk Radio. the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass it's monday night and it's time to get rowdy Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comment. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. And we're here. Take her away, Rowdy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we're just, it's Monday night, guys, and uh, we, it's championship weekend for the ARCA Menard Series. It is. It is, Rowdy, and... Uh, for those of you who are wondering what that background noise with Mr. Maglite is, he's at a football game. So we got Monday night, Rowdy Maglite, and we got Monday night football with Rowdy Maglite. So go, Parker, have a good game. What do you got, well, Kyle? What's up, oh, Kyle? Sorry, Rowdy. No, that's all right. What's up, Kyle? Hey, guys. Uh, ready for the ARCA finale at Kansas on Saturday? Um, Eastern States 200 weekend at Orange County Fair Speedway coming up in Middletown, New York. So, uh, got a lot going on, uh, this weekend. Um, Texas is over with and, uh, Winchester 400 and other ones in the book. So we got a lot to cover tonight. We do, we do. So, guys, our guest tonight is Charlie Corral, communications director with, uh, Ark and Menard Series. And, uh, Charlie's no stranger to the show, guys. Mm-hmm. No, he's not, Rowdy. Uh, he's probably been one of the, probably the second most person to be on the show after Adam Mackey. So, uh, Charlie's great. It's going to be another uh, a roast tonight. He's going to go after one of us. So look out, folks. Uh, Charlie's uh, almost as informed as our own stat man, uh, Kyle. So we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, haven't seen or talked with Charlie since the coin. So we're overdue, Rowdy. We're overdue. Well, uh, let's start with Kyle. Kyle, let's talk about uh, your weekend. Yeah, guys, uh, unfortunately did not make it to Evergreen on Sunday, but uh, they did get everything in. Um, Even with a 50% chance of rain, they had a slight rain delay. Matt Hirschman uh, won the 100-lap King of the Green modified race. He will be our guest next Monday at 710 Eastern after the CCConk Tri-Track Modified Series event. He'll be on. Uh, he suggested that, and I agreed with it, so that's what we're going to do. Um, and we can also preview Mahoning, too, that week for the fall brawl, because he'll probably be there as well. So, um, yeah, Matt Hirschman with another win at Evergreen. No surprise there. Austin Beers finishing second to Hirschman. And, uh, yeah, guys, um, you know, I was able to go to a friend's house, watch the Texas race, uh, see uh, that number five car back in victory lane again for the eighth time this year. So, uh yeah, uh, Larson's going to be the first time he's ever made the championship four, and that five team is still on the roll. Led uh, 256 with 334 laps, and uh, 
didn't matter who it was pushing behind him, they could not get around that five car, and, you know, Larson just held him off every restart. So, um, you know, and also John Hunter Nemechek, too, this weekend, uh, being a playoff spoiler for the second time ever in his Xfinity Series career, the other time happening at uh, Kansas in 2018, driving for Chip Ganassi. So, um, yeah, uh, two uh, two really, you know, guys who are in their title fights in their respective divisions winning this weekend. So, uh, Kansas ne- up next. Uh, we got Arca back with the finale on Mav TV at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. local on Saturday night after the Xfinity race. And then we got the Cup race, the Hollywood Casino 400. So uh, another guy going to try and lock into the round of four. But, uh, you know, you never know. You can see that five team go back out there and make it three in a row. They've already done it once this year. Boy, he's on fire, Kyle. I mean, he is on fire. Uh, the amazing thing with the amazing thing with Larson, you guys, and, and uh, uh, his little vacation, so to speak, last year, that lit a fuse, and that fuse exploded this summer, and uh, he's the man. What do you, what do you say, Kyle? I mean, so that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, it was kind of a surprise, and... Uh... You know, having Larson, you know, having so much success as he's had this year, I didn't expect it would come this quick. You know, going out, winning in Vegas, um, you know, ran well the first few weeks. I mean, Daytona, you know, if it wasn't for spinning out, he might have won that race. Um, Homestead was third. You know, I mean, ran really well in the first few races, won Vegas, and then, you know, won uh, four in a row at one point and uh, almost five in a row. So, um, you know, they've been good this year. They've been the best team, best driver, and best pit crew. Every single time. And I just want to mention that Kyle Larson led the last 218 laps of that race, which is I haven't seen that some a performance like that in a long time. So um, I know Jimmy Johnson, I think one time at Dover, led the last 225 laps, which was pretty impressive. But, um, yeah, that five team, and it was, it, you know, it is Jimmy Johnson's old team, the five cars. So, yes, it uh, is. Yeah, they've been, they've just been it one, is. they've been the best this year. They've been, they've been the best, <laughs> basically, from the drop of the green flag at Daytona. They've just been the best. And, uh, you know, after, you know, Larson dropping some races, you know, once they won the Coca-Cola 600, it's just been all but upward after that. So, um, right, I mean, they're the favorites. I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard, it's hard to not. You know, call him the favorite. I know. I know Larson's track record's okay at Phoenix. It's not great, but um, you know, I, I I think at this point it doesn't matter because you look at a guy like Chase Elliott last year wins Martinsville, has the momentum, goes to Phoenix, dominates, wins. So um, right. it could be the same thing this year. So you know, we'll have to see once we uh, you know once we take the uh, the green flag once Phoenix falls. How, how do you think John Hunter felt the pressure of driving that 54 Toyota this weekend? <laughs> I mean, it's probably the fastest car in the series. Um, you know, no no shock that he won. But uh, I know once he was entered in that race, I, I knew he had a good chance. Um, you know, Daniel Hamrick second once again. Um, but, yeah, like I said earlier, basically, you know, being a playoff spoiler, you know, not even in his own series, you know, running for Gibbs and the 10th win for the 54 car this year. It's just amazing. And and that also locks the 54 team into the owner's uh, title, the championship four at Phoenix. So uh, I'm not sure who's running that car yet at Phoenix. It might be – it's scheduled to be John Hunter Nemechek. It might be Ty Gibbs. We don't know just yet officially. So, um, yeah, that's uh, another one for the 54 bunch. You know, they're looking really good. And, 
much. You know, it just, you know, we have to see if Gibbs' drivers will, will try and prevail, you know, because that Phoenix will be coming up here shortly. Hi, Kyle and Mark. We're going to bring out our guest for tonight, Charlie Corral, communications director, and I know he's got to be busy with the Arc Bernard Series rolling down to the championship here at Kansas Speedway. Welcome to the show, Charlie. Hey, guys, what's happening? Hey, Charlie. Man, we're, we're waiting on you to bring it. That's it, baby. Let's bring it. I got that crazy Italian lady sitting here right next to me. She wants to bring it, too. Hello, hey, Ashley. Hopefully, hopefully hey, we'll Mark, all get hey, together Ronnie. at banquet time. But, Charlie, let's talk about this weekend at Kansas, man. Uh, it's not like it, you know, we don't have a, really a fight, fight off to the end. You know, Ty's been absolutely dominating this year in the Arkham Menard series. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he's, he's got 10 wins, and, you know, if not for that incident he had at Talladega where he ended up finishing 27th, I think he probably would have locked this championship up last week at, at Salem or last race at Salem. But uh, in any case, it's it's been an exciting season. Um, we've had some pretty uh, pretty good races. Um, I will tell you, Corey Heim and that Benarini team absolutely uh, forced Ty and, and that Joe Gibbs Racing Bunch to earn this championship. And, you know, I, I think, you know, 10 wins versus six wins, that's where all the, you know, the difference is in the bonus points. And, and that's where, that's where Ty's got him right now. And, you know, all he's basically got to do is take the green flag there in Kansas and he's our champion. And, you know, the good thing about that, Charlie, each level he goes up, he'll be recognized as the ARCA champion. And that, that just makes the ARCA series that much more important to, to NASCAR. Well, it, we, we like to think so. And, you know, I think that there are plenty of drivers who, uh, you know, got their start here at this level. And, and we did the math earlier in the year. I, I believe there were, you know, something like 110 drivers that competed in the Cup Series, Xfinity Series, or Truck Series down at Daytona the beginning of the year. And I think something like 99 of them had experience at the ARCA level. And, uh, and that includes East and West. And I believe 70, some of them, had at least one win and you know that's that's big that's that's huge for us and um you know i, I will tell you it's it's probably not going to register to tie you know next year or the year after or, or even maybe five years from now that you know how much you learn here in arca but i think somewhere when when he's winding down his career and I, I would say the same thing for chase briscoe and the same thing for you know anybody who came through this level chris busher you know, when they're down to the end of their careers, when I think it's really going to hit them, you know, how important that experience that they gained at this level was. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, not looking in the rear view and, you know, focusing out the windshield. And I, I really – I hope Ty does that. I mean, we've already seen him do it this year in the Xfinity Series. Um, you know, he's, he's won three races, and he's, he's got a shot at doing it again this weekend. Um, but I, I do. I really think some somewhere down the line when he gets, you know, some some time to be, you know, introspective and retrospective on on what got him to where he is in his career. The the three years that he spent with his feet here in the Arkham and Arts series are going to be pretty darn important to whatever success he has uh, at the upper levels of the sport. Hey Charlie, you got Shy Town. You know, I got to listen to you 
do the play-by-play the other night on uh, the All-American Speed We Arco West race, which was a pretty You're darn the guy good who race. Was that was me. You're the guy that who was, was watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, right. besides the fact that I really enjoy. Uh, uh, you're a good, you're a good announcer. That that makes it a, that much better to listen to. But that was a pretty good race you were able to call that night, wasn't it? Well, I will tell you the the West Series this year has absolutely been uh, a shining star uh, in the Arca Bernard Series platform. To come from you know where we were last year with that series, where we ran some races with eleven cars, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and this year to, to more than double that uh, is just been fantastic. And, and I will tell you, there's a lot of energy out there for 2022 um, race teams, race tracks. Um, it's, it's going to be good. I am really, really looking forward to, uh, to what the Arkham and art series West has in store next year. Um, I hope they, they let me to keep, keep calling these races. I have such a great time doing it. Um, well, you can, you can you know, tell. Some, yeah, I, I appreciate that, uh, Chi-Town. I really do. It's not something I ever really thought I was going to be in a position to be able to do, uh, especially as a, uh, a 46-year-old rookie broadcaster. But, um, you know, they have. They have given me a great opportunity to go and do it, and, and I really enjoy it. And, you know, my, my whole goal is – I want the people on the other side of the of the broadcast to uh, to hear the enthusiasm that I have for the product that I'm watching, and uh, if I'm having fun, my hope is that they're having fun. And uh, you know, basically, uh, sounds like uh, you're the guy having fun. So uh, job well done, <laughs> well, to me. All right. I, it have to be on midweek so I was able to catch it. Otherwise, I'm at the races on the weekends. Chart. No. Um, we have to admit, there's been a few events this year that you've called that uh, it was probably even tough for you to keep that enthusiasm up, yet you managed to do that. And the pre-race that you pull off and the introductions and the whole thing, if if you haven't come out to an ARCA race and Charlie's doing the, the pre-race and getting the introductions and all that done, you don't know what you're missing. He'll get you wound up. I probably appreciate that more than the other, Mark. I mean, that's that's really great to hear. I'm, you know, I think when we're at the racetrack, you know, I've been to a lot of races. I mean, more than I'm more than I care to count, probably at this point. And me too. So many times, so many times, you're you're there, and and the announcer isn't really having fun, and the fans aren't really having fun. They're, you know, I I do. I want the people who paid good money to come and sit and watch that race to, to enjoy it as much as I do. And, uh, you know, hey, get up on your feet, make some noise, scream and holler for your favorite drivers, and, you know, let us know. Let us know that you're there having a good time, you know, and, and anything I can do to help facilitate that, I'm, I'm more than happy to do. Well, you know, you get the blood flowing a little bit, Charlie, and, and that's what's important. Yeah. But uh, wow. so we, we've, had the, we've had the privilege of having you on multiple times on the show and got to know you for those past few years, and and it looks like if one of us, if not both of us, will be seeing you Saturday out in Kansas City. And we're looking forward to oh, that. Oh, fantastic. Uh, well, I look forward to seeing you. Yeah. What, what, any predictions, uh, any surprise entries, anything like that that you can throw at us right now? I, I think we're going to release the entry list tomorrow. There's no real surprises on there. Uh, it'll be good to have Andy Jankowiak back in the 73. Uh, Justin right. Carroll in the 91 car has filed an entry. 
Uh, there's there's no real surprise on there. Uh, my prediction is going to be uh, I think Ty Gibbs is going to close the season out with uh, with his 11th win. Um, I, I really really hope Corey uh, Heim is able to to run with him. Don't forget Corey won this race last year, so you yes. know anything can happen. Um, I, I I would like to see a battle between our two championship protagonists uh, just to, to close the year <laughs> out and. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of, I mean, all my attention right now is focused on Kansas, but I'm also kind of looking forward to that West Series finale out there in Phoenix coming up on November well, 6th. Barber, We've got six drivers, six drivers eligible for the championship. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to have uh, a, a great car count. I, I believe we've heard, you know, 34, 36 cars potentially out there. So. Wow. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great, and um, you know I'm like I said, six guys fight for the championship out there. I I can't wait to get to it. Well, you know what? I'm gonna turn you over to Kyle if you'll talk with them. That is, but uh, Kyle the Magda? No, I gotta go, you guys. I, I gotta go. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> all right, Magda. What's what happening, about, man? Well, Charlie, first of all, before I. I ask you anything. I think the last time an ARCA race was sponsored by Reese's, they were three wide at the line in Atlanta in 97. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. And, uh, Harris Don't Harris argue was with shot him. out of the canyon, right? <laughs> out of the canyon. Yeah, Andy Hillenberg was shot out of the canyon. Yeah, that's who it was. It was Andy shot out of a canyon. That's OBP. right. But, um, but, you know, but, but asking you about the season so far, I mean, has there been, like, a particular moment in any of the of the ARCA series, East-West or the main series, that, that really stood out to you? Uh, you know, there's – I don't know that it's, it's one, Kyle. I've, I've had so many great things happen this year, um, you know, both professionally and, and personally. Um, you know, I've taken my, my boys to the racetrack with me a handful of times this year and, and – to to have the the folks in the Arca garage, you know, welcome them in, um, the way that they have is, is just fantastic. You know, uh, Chris Chris Wright, who is the director of the East and the West series, um, you know, took us on a, a guided tour of the racetrack at Watkins Glen um, right before the start of the race, and uh, that's something I'm going to remember for a long time. You know, my my, my boys just loved it and. Um, you know, I, I, I am really at that point where I'm, I'm, I'm all about giving, you know, other people those experiences, um, rather than the ones, you know, that are used to be for me. Um, and anytime my kids are having fun, it's, it's special to me and, and everybody in this garage area has, has been, uh, just so receptive to them. And, um, I will also say, uh, and I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, I did marry this crazy Italian lady back in September, um, and Uh-oh. and the response, yeah, how about that? And yeah, and the response from right, everybody. Congratulations, you both. Yeah, thanks. I mean, just, and I'm not saying that to call that out, but um, you know, the response from from people that I grew up watching and and you know looking up to and, you know folks like bill venerini and frank kimmel and and billy venerini and um you know and just to 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 feel like i'm part of that family with with those guys was just it was really great and really heartwarming mm-hmm. and uh that that's what really means a lot to me at, at this point um you know racetrack wise i will tell you um 
you know, we had some really great moments this year. You know, Andy Jankoyak coming out uh, in a very low-dollar, um, you know, underfunded race team coming out and being competitive at places like Daytona and Talladega and Pocono. And, um, you know, he does it as a pizza delivery driver. You know, that's that's a great story. Greg Van Alst, you know, finishing second at Winchester. That's a great story. Um, you know, everyone's going to remember Ty and Corey, and they should. Absolutely they should. Ty has had, uh, if not a record-breaking year, it was just an absolutely fantastic season and um, just dominant in every way. And Corey was right there with them step for step you know, throughout most of the first, you know, three quarters of the season. Um, but it's those it's those underdog stories that, that I always kind of cheer for and pull for. And I always tell everybody, Kyle, you know, I'm, I, I, you're supposed to be unbiased, you know, when you, when you work for the sanctioning body and when you're a broadcaster. And I am, I'm far from unbiased. Um, you know, every one of these race teams I pull for. I pull for all of them. I want everybody to come out and have the very best day that they can have. Uh, and for some, that's going to be a win. You know, for Ty Gibbs and Corey Heim, that's a win. Um, for Brad Smith, that's going to be, you know, a top ten maybe, or that's going to be 15th. Um, but I, I do. I pull for everybody to have a great day, and we've had so many of those stories this year. It's been really fun to see. My second question is now we come back to Kansas for a return trip. You know, are we expecting a different racetrack now with the race being at night compared to the race being in the day in May? I don't think you'll see a big difference in, in what the race is like, Kyle. I think it'll be a f- pretty similar race. The handling characteristics might change, but I think the race itself will be pretty similar. Um, you know, I think Ty and Corey are, are going to get out there and try to set sail and, and drive away from the field, and they might be able to do it. Um, it'll it'll depend a lot. will depend on how the caution flags fall and, you know, if, who, who's able to stay out of trouble and who gets into trouble. But uh, I think we'll see a pretty similar race from what we saw back in May. Well, Charlie, man, I, I surely appreciate you taking time to call in. I'm at a junior high ball game doing that family thing, but you're talking about your son. Uh, I mentioned it on Thursday night. I actually get to go back with my son back to the racetrack. Halloween weekend at Nashville, and it's been over five years since we've had a father's and son weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. Charlie, tell everybody what what it's all about. And keep up with you for this weekend's event. You got it. I look forward to seeing you. You can follow me on Twitter at Chaz Crawl, and uh, you can follow the Arkham and Art series at Arca underscore racing. And uh, we'll try to keep you informed as best we can. Thank you, Charlie. I will. I will see you this weekend. Looking forward to. Do you have that lovely bride with you this weekend, Charlie? Uh, I wish she could come, but she's got to babysit a friend coming in from out of town. So. <laughs> oh, you good excuse. Good excuse. Party yep. time for the girls. It sounds like to me. Well, That's congratulations, right. you as both. As long as they don't Actually, burn I'm looking down. forward. <laughs> looking forward to seeing you both soon. I'll see you Saturday, Charlie. You got it. We'll see you soon, Friday. guys. Have a great night, Thanks, guys. Charlie. Thanks for having Thank me. You. Thank you. All right, Mark. Let's talk about your weekend. <laughs> oh, I stayed in the state this weekend. Uh, I stayed about three hours within the house. Uh, things got scrambled Friday evening because of rain. Uh, that pretty much scheduled everything in our area to be postponed till the next day. And then those that were running doubleheader weekends rescheduled their other things to the next day. Now, if I paid close attention, I could have gone to two races on Saturday, but, you know, I didn't. 
and I don't think they posted it until later anyways. Um, the Jugs All-Stars ran their race at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Central, uh, and uh, got their race in. And then uh, I was at Kokomo on Saturday evening seeing the sprint cars. Winged and non-winged, and they had some midgets there. Uh, there were about 70-some cars between the three groups, and it was a lot of fun and, and good racing. So I enjoyed that. And then one of those crown jewels, Rowdy and Kyle, of the super late model racings. Uh, we had uh, the Winchester 400 yesterday, typical Winchester race. You just don't know what's going to happen. And uh, Sammy Smith kept it together, pulled off the big win. Uh, there were a lot of guys there on the hunt for it. Chandler Smith, Corey Hyde, quite a few of our ARCA buddies were there, and uh, it just worked out for that ARCA guy, uh, Sammy Smith, and uh, he pulled off that big win yesterday, and uh, glad I was there to see it. Beautiful weather all weekend after Friday night got through, so. And Rowdy, you and I woke up this morning to some news. Uh, We found out that we're heading to Kansas. Rowdy, you're still thinking about it. I'm going to go and take care of it. i got to go check out and see if Toto's doing okay. So uh, I hope you join me, sir. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we got Kansas coming up this weekend. We're going to have a really good show Thursday night. Never know who's going to be our guest. I have an idea on one or two people we need to have on. So we will do that. And, Kyle, uh, what you got going on, buddy? Well, guys, uh, hopefully, you know, depending on what, you know, if it works out, hopefully the Eastern State's 200 on uh, Sunday afternoon at Orange County Fair Speedway. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of cars there. Their weekend starts Thursday night, or Thursday, uh, starts and it's for four days. So hopefully the weather just warms up a little, a tad. It's, it was super, super cold today here. Uh, not only even hit, it barely hit 50 today, so it was uh, a very chilly day. And uh, even yesterday, I bet it was at Evergreen as well. So uh, yeah, um, glad they got their show in. And uh, poor Royal and Lincoln got their shows in on Saturday after the rain. Uh, Matt Campbell won the the final 410 feature at Lincoln for the year, and uh, Stuart Friesen took home the $50,000 in the Speed Showcase 200 for the Short Track 2 Super Series. So um, good to see them get their shows in. And uh, after all the rain we got early Saturday, I cleared out. Unfortunately, Grandview couldn't get their last Thunder on the Hill show in the, mm. the triple 20s for the modifieds. Unfortunately, just didn't work out. So Grandview will, will have to start over again in 2022. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what's been going on. I mean, for, you know, us around here, uh, the fall brawl at Mahoney Valley Speedway, Saturday, October 30th, 125 laps for the, the modifieds. Probably going to be a really oh. good race. I'll be there for sure. Um, any, any you know, just like October Fast that they used to Kyle? have. Hirschman huh? <laughs> might have a good chance of winning that race. Do you think? Well, we're going to have him on next week, so we could talk. We could talk about it. <laughs> you know, Matt kind of reminds you he's got that same attitude that Rich Mickle does, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, uh, Matt. He knows his stuff, and uh, you know, he's big, you know, he's in a racing family. Uh, you know, his dad and his brother you know, very heavily involved, and, uh, yeah, um, don't be surprised if we see another Hirschman win at Mahoning. I think it was four or five in a row this year. He won. 
So uh, five straight features. So uh, don't be surprised if uh, you know you see Matt Hirschman in Victory Lane come uh, Saturday night on October 30th. Right. Well, Kyle, I'm, I'm here to let you know uh, Rowdy is checking out things at the football game for a few minutes. So it's you and I, my friend. So thank you for being here with us. Um, what do you look forward to? Let's talk a little bit about next season, Kyle. Uh, we, we talked briefly about possibly all getting together for speed weeks in Daytona uh, with your father, and that would be a great, great time. Looking forward to that. What else are you looking forward to possibly next season, buddy? Well, uh, you know, Daytona obviously is still up in the air. Um, that may or may not happen. We'll know closer to uh, the race. Sorry. Um also, I, I hope when I get back to Circuit of the Americas in March uh, for the NASCAR weekend, uh, that's always a good weekend there. And, uh, you know, just a really good time of the year, you know, especially with the Bristol Dirt Race in April. And also with the the, um, the World of Outlaws, they're going to be there two weeks after the Bristol Dirt Race for the Cup Series. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of dirt. Uh, hope to hit the dirt really heavy next year again. You know, hopefully, you know, we'll be good at Port Royal now for the whole year. Um, that was a really great experience to have, was to get in there and uh, cover a World Outlaws race, an All-Stars race, something I never had an opportunity to do. And um, just thankful for those opportunities to do that. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, like I said, we'll be good for Mahoning. Uh, probably just going to go as a spectator if I go to Orange County. But um, after that, for the, at least for the rest of this year, uh, maybe another race or two, we'll see. Um, it's very unlikely, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but next year, hoping to maybe get to some more races, you know, maybe hit, maybe go to Road America. I don't know yet, but um, just have to see. How the, just have to take a look at the schedule. I know Pocono's now the second to last week in July, and right. uh, you know that might be the same weekend as the Summer Nationals at Williams Grove. So we might be doing double duty on Saturday, double triple duty actually, if you think about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, kind of what I have planned out right now. Um, regarding next year, uh, you know, stick around with. The, I know Lincoln. I know they'll have the icebreaker on the February 26th, 2022, to open their year. Um, there'll be some early shows. You know, I was at Port Royal. Port Royal was my first race of the year, actually, in 2021. It was on March 13th. Um, made up from the week before. Unfortunately, it was up against Lincoln, which you know, you have half go to Lincoln, half go to Port Royal. Right. And right. Uh, Lance DeWeese was the winner over Kerry Madsen, who actually just spent about a month and a half in that Barsinger Motorsports car before going back and running for Tony Stewart the rest of the year. So um, just a lot of storylines, you know, in the PA Posse. You know, the Posse finally beat the Outlaws this year. Um, first time in two years they finally did that with Brent Marks winning at Williams Grove. Um, just a lot of storylines this year. That's and, you know, the year's not too. over yet. And uh, mm-hmm. just a lot to, you know, a lot of lot to cover, mainly dirt, but, you know, throw a couple asphalt trips in there as well. So, um, yeah, I think next year, you know, it's, it's not going to be much of a change. Um, I mean, hopefully a couple more NASCAR races would be nice. Um, don't think I'm going to get to any IndyCar races because you don't go to Pocono anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, like uh, I said, hopefully uh, we'll get some more World Outlaws races. <laughs> so hopefully some more. Well, they got to go back to Watkins, Glenn. That's the problem. Um they need to go back there. Um, I, I feel like it, it, it is deserving of a date, um, and even though they, they, I know that they're just not. It's not working out. It hasn't worked out for the last five years. Um, it'd be nice to have IndyCar back in the East, 
You know, even disappointed when uh, they didn't get to run at Richmond again. Um, I know that was scheduled right. for uh, June 27, 2020, and they, they wound up canceling it, and it's still not back on the schedule. So, uh, yeah, it's just been an interesting thing. I like to I like to get to an IMSA race. I don't I don't think the Rolex is is, is possible. Um, I mean, I like to, but you know, you can't do everything. And uh, you know, the six hour race with the Glen would be nice. Because now now it's not going to be up against Pocono, which is nice. And um, right, just a lot right. of options, a lot of options out there. And, you know, I know we got the EMPA convention. I know that's coming up in, in January. I might go to probably be at that because that will be in Wilkes-Barre. Um, yeah, I know that night. We also had the motorsports show in January um, at, in Oaks near Philadelphia. Um, hopefully there's not, a, there's, not a, there's not a nor'easter that doesn't hit the coast that weekend. Um, sometimes it's just they hit, they hit at the wrong time and everybody's stuck there. Right. Right. So, yeah. um, that's kind of what's on my schedule and on my plate coming up for next year. Um, you know, uh, never seen the ARCA race at Daytona, so that's something that'd be nice to see now with it being on Saturday of the Xfinity race. Um, so I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll we'll see how next year goes and see the spot I'm in, and I guess we'll just go from there. Well, Kyle, um, everything is up in the air at this point, and. Uh... Uh, we have a no game plan going into 2022 with the three of us, and we're going to go to pick 20 races. Uh, you'll pick 20. Rowdy picks 20. I'll pick 20. And I thought that'd be pretty easy, but then I started going to pick those 20 races, and it wasn't as easy as I thought. So, uh, And then we'll have a lot of crossover races, too. Uh, there's that chance we'll all be together in Daytona. Uh, there's a good chance Pocono. And possibly Watkins Glen will be able to do that again also. Maybe Bristol on the dirt end next year, and maybe in the fall we'll be able to do the, the championship weekend uh, event, the playoff event at Bristol next season. So January is going to be here before we know it. And there's a lot more going on in January than people realize. We have uh, Speed Fest down in Cordell, Georgia, Chris Motorsports Park. Uh, we've attended, we've covered. It's a really great event for uh, the short track world. And if you got a chance, get online, check out what their schedule is going to be, and get down there and check it out. we got Chili Bowls. Now, stock car drivers and, and fans may not be as familiar with this as some of the rest of us. But, Kyle, that's one we need to get you and Rowdy to. So that's a possibility. Uh, and then at the end of the month, we have the Rolex 24 at – Daytona. Uh, I had the pleasure of doing my first one two years ago. Can't wait to get back and do it again. Uh, don't expect to get me sleep again because it's just not possible. You can sleep after the race, and that's what we did. So, so much going on. Maybe a trip to Europe for Le Mans. Who knows? Uh, but we're working on things. We got things in the fire. The pokers are going, and. Uh, I'm looking forward to just finishing out this season, Kyle. Uh, you got a couple big races. We've got some big races. We're going to Kansas this weekend. Rowdy Maglite Racing Media will have their presence there. Uh, the following week is All-American 400 weekend on the short track end, and Rowdy uh, and his son Bart and myself will be down there covering the events. Uh, following week is the third uh, finals, the world finals at uh, Charlotte. We're planning on being there. And I think we're going to take a little breather after that, Kyle, and uh, catch our breaths, celebrate Thanksgiving, and right after that's over, that Monday, 
Cousin South. Uh, Rowdy will be hopefully covering the NASCAR banquet. I'll be covering the pre-race festivities at the Derby. We'll bounce together and get together later in the week. And you never know, Kyle, we may get you down there this year. And then that week after that, that's it, guys. We got the PRI show Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the ARCA banquet. Uh, hopefully we'll all be able to get together with that, see each other outside our racing uniforms, so to speak. And uh, it's fun to get dressed up and uh, go up and about and, and enjoy the big life in, uh, in the city. In Indianapolis, it's a lot of fun. Looking forward to that since we got to miss it last year. So, gosh, there's always so much going on, Kyle, isn't there? Yeah, you can't forget about the indoor racing, too, um, in the Northeast. I know I think <laughs> Allentown's coming back, and uh, um, Allentown will be back. Atlantic City, I expect to be back. I, I don't know if it's been announced yet or not, but I expect the indoor racing to be back. Um, I know Lenny Sammons took a hit last year, especially when they couldn't run them um, due to COVID. So um, we'll see. Um, hopefully they do bring them back. I know Ryan Flores, the tire changer on the number two of Brad Keselowski's car. I know he's looking forward to that. Always asks me about it when I see him. Um, he's like, "You coming to the indoor <laughs> race?" And I said, "Maybe." Um, now that Allentown's only forty-five minutes from my house, that's not too bad. Um, Depends on but, the uh, weather. Yeah. yeah, the weather too. You know that that's the problem when you run into those races that time of the year. You get a, a massive snowstorm, and then nobody can get in or out, and it's just it just creates headaches. Um, so that's that's the problem we have with with racing in the winter time, at least up here, is, is is weather. That's probably the number one concern for sure. Well, you know, uh, Kyle, you're used to the snow and the cold, and and I am also. And we've driven in it for years now. And uh, but I'm telling you something. You get down just south of our area, uh, southern Missouri, northern Oklahoma. Uh, that is the worst thing that happens every year, it seems, with the ice, is the ice storms they have during the Chili Bowl. Uh, getting there and getting back. Uh, and my one experience at the Chili Bowl, we actually dealt with that. So we took it slow. We took our time. We kept our eyes open. And luckily, we didn't have any problems. But unfortunately, quite a few people did. So you really got to watch it. Uh, but the Chili Bowl... If you want to see racing, race after race after race after race, Chili Bowl is the place to go. 300 and some entries. Uh, it's an incredible show. Stock cars, sprint cars, no, doesn't matter what kind of car. Uh, it should be one of your must-go-to list races uh, in the future. Really, just no better place to be than a race in the middle of January indoors. Watching Tony Stewart prep the track, Kyle. It, it's neat. So, what's your interest level on a one to ten scale, Kyle, of going to the Chili Bowl? Well, I mean, an inter- any 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 time there's a race that has four wheels on it, I mean, I'm, I'm basically there. So. <laughs> Yeah, we've uh, we spent a few hours talking about that through our escapades through the years and our phone conversations. Yeah, looking forward to the future, Kyle. Uh, being able to attend more races together. Uh, I think Rowdy's got us on a nice, uh, nice road for next year. Let's put it that way. Nice racetrack for next year. Uh, we'll, we'll 
we'll be a little more set. Uh, we'll, we'll have a better idea where we're heading to and when, and uh, look forward to it. Uh, it should be an interesting 2022, and uh, we'll see it when it gets here. But let's finish up 2021 first, right, Kyle? Right. Okay, some question here for Kyle, the Statman Magga. Who's your pick to win the cup championship, Kyle? My non-unbiased opinion, probably Kyle Larson, (laughs) and the reason I'll say that. (laughs) Yeah, well, the reason I'm saying that. Charlie was saying that on his little uh, bit on the show, all I could think about was you and, and being unbiased, Kyle. Go on, yeah, um, the reason I'm saying that right now is because they have all the momentum. They have two weeks to, to prepare for that race. And I know I said earlier, I know Kyle Larson's track record. It's not Homestead, but it is, it's Phoenix. It's not bad. Um, he has run. He has run. He has almost won a race there a few times. Right. He's been close uh, in the Ganassi car. So, um, you know, like, like I know we were talking about Chase Elliott last year um, wins Martinsville. And that, that, all that momentum just goes right into Phoenix, has to start in the rear, leaves the most laps, wins the race, wins the championship. Um, yeah, it's gonna, I, I don't know yet. I mean, you know, when I, you know, you asked me my final four, you know, the five was locked in now. Um, I, I still think Chase Elliott's going to make it to Phoenix. Um, they, they, they lacked a little speed at Texas, and um, they didn't run as well as I thought. Uh, I, I know I had Martin Truex Jr. in the, in the final. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's good at Kansas. He doesn't run bad there. He's good at Martinsville. He's won there in the spring. Um, so, you know, we have that. I had him. Excuse me. And I had Denny Hamlin. Because Denny Hamlin, you know, he's had a couple playoff wins this year. You know, he, I know he turned a, a terrible day at Texas into an 11th place finish. So, um, sometimes you just have to, you know, get those those uh, finishes and just try and escape the race if you can. Right, yeah, that's that. Yeah, there's just those days, and I don't think there's anything tougher for a racer than to go back out in an uncompetitive car and just log laps for points. Uh, because racers still just start there out there to log points. They're out there to race, and it gets to that point. You're not racing any longer. You're seeing out everybody's way best you can, Kyle, and uh, that that's tough, wouldn't you think? It's tough because. Especially with Denny Hamlin, you know, being with the incident with Chase Briscoe, you know, those two have history, obviously. And you look at and Chase Elliott and a few others, yeah, but and everybody else. So yeah, go on, go but on. um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I I think they, you know, I was watching the race and I feel like they made a a key a key error in that race, the eleven team, and uh, it was not fixing. I think it was the one fender on the car. I think Chris Gabehart said it when they were interviewing him. They said they just didn't have time right. to fix it. And I think that, that I think that was not good. I think that that should have been fixed, like, really early on in the race. You know, get it fixed so you don't have to be, keep on fixing it the rest of the race. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, they have to clean up those Tough mistakes. Ball. The Gibbs cars, I, I don't know, they just weren't – they just didn't have the speed on Sunday. Um, I know Bell was up there late, and we had fresher tires than everybody else. Uh, Kyle Busch did win a stage, but um, 
I think I think the the, the pivotal more, the pivotal point of that race was the end of the first stage. When okay. um, you know when you've seen a lot of the leaders who stay, who pit on lap 27, they had to come in again before the end of the stage. And what the Hendrick cars did this time is they took fuel only, stayed on the lead lap, and when others ran out of fuel, they just leapfrogged everybody. And a guy like Larson, who came in, finished third in the stage. I think Chase Elliott was like fifth, so it didn't it didn't backfire on them this time. And um, you know you saw it with William Byron, you know he ran up front most of the right. race, second. You know he's the only one who's really able to, to to keep pace with the five car. Everybody else was just out to lunch. So um, yeah, Byron was good, and I know he's not in the playoffs, but he's just looking to get a win. And uh, you know. Um, you know, but I think I think what what impressed me the most was how was how composed uh, Kyle Larson was, you know, during the end of that race with so many restarts, you know, and the pushes and whoever was behind him was giving him a push, and I'm um, just able right, to clear right. him and drive away. So um, that was really, you know, that's something I haven't seen in him in a few. I haven't seen that in him really much at all. I mean, until this year um, is you know just finishing the deal. You know, ever since winning the Coca Cola 600. It just seems like they got the monkey off their back, and you know now they have eight wins on the year. So, um, you know they look good right now. The five team. I mean that's Jimmy Johnson's old team. Um, the pit stops have been flawless. Um, it's just it's just they've they, they've clicked on every on all, on all on every cylinder, and it's just you know we'll have to see at Phoenix if they can seal the deal. Well, you know I think part of it is uh, Kyle Larson's background. That he comes from uh, the dirt, and he knows how to handle a loose and unstable race car, more or less. And uh, the fact that you don't have practice, what happens is, is one team hits that sweet spot, and then, like you just said, Kyle, everybody else is off for lunch, and uh, it doesn't make for very good racing. And gosh knows, we got to have practice next year. Um, I, I think if the longer we go without it, the less competitive our racing is going to be because, let's face it, you need that time to find that sweet spot, make those adjustments. Uh, just coming off a computer sheet and, and a crew chief's notes just ain't going to do it forever. And it's going to catch up with them, don't you think? Yeah, and I think especially, you know, you can only just lay on your notes for so long. And, you know, we have a new car next year. So right. basically all the notes you have now, you're going to have to throw out the window. Um, you know, we still have the testing and everything. But, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting season with practice coming back and most likely qualifying as well. So um, it's going to be an interesting year, you know, especially who gets up to speed the fastest. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think the, I think that race after Daytona, the first few after Daytona, is really going to be the measuring stick and just see, you know, where we're at right now with the new car. Well, uh, it's been a long time since we've come in, or if ever, Kyle, the situation we're coming into at 2022 Speed Weeks. Uh, I, I think the closest maybe we can come as uh, when we went in the 80s and downsized the cars from the big bulky cars of the 60s and 70s and we went into the 80 and 90 smaller version of those cars and uh, we really have anything like, even when we put that funky spoiler on the back end uh, that uh, it, it, they've come a long way uh, 
I think what we got now is a cross between a Formula One car, an Indy car, and an IMSA car. Uh, and for some reason, I just get that visual impression of an IMSA car when I look at the new Cup car. What about you? Yeah, it's going to be different next year. I think you know, especially I, I think we were talking. You know, hopefully it runs like the Xfinity car because those races have been pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, I think we were at Watkins Glen. I think the Xfinity put on the best race all weekend. Um, that was a good race. I right. thought yeah, start to finish. Um, with, with, with how much you know, with with all the twists and turns, no pun intended, of the race, and um, just crazy, you know, with, with what happened. You know, it's nice to see the truck series back there. Um, I know that race wasn't as what we expected, but still not a not a bad race ever. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we have, you know, the, the Cup cars next year. You know, they've like I said, testing and everything, and um, like I said, it's gonna you know it's gonna depend who just gets up the speed the quickest. You know, it's kind of like when they had the COT, it was the same deal. You know, it just seemed like the the, the teams that that usually you know rise to the top are the ones that are gonna succeed, and. Um, you know, like I said, we don't, we just don't know how what it's going to be like next year, especially when we we do hit these cars at Daytona once once we uh, get to February. Well, excuse me, a little go on there, sorry, folks. Um, I, I think one of the questions we need to ask ourselves is, who put their eggs in the basket to get uh, a championship or possibly get a championship this season? I'll bet neglecting next season's car uh, to do it. Uh, do, you, do you think we'll see something like that maybe next year, Kyle, where the guys who didn't run so well with the old car and had spent their time on the new car possibly running better next year and, and leaving some other I mean, teams possible. behind? It's possible. Or is it, um, just or like is, a... it is it the point now that uh, you know we're, we're so compatible and the car is so – Neutral, team-wise. I mean, there's gonna uh, be there's gonna be a lot of changes. Obviously, you know, we're gonna see Austin right. Hendrick in the two car and Keselowski going to Roush. Like, we're gonna see a lot of changes next year. And um, you know, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's gonna be interesting. You know, especially with the pit stops and just everything is gonna be different. So, you know, hopefully it'll be a competitive car, and you know, we'll uh, see good racing each and every week. I, I'm just still out to lunch on um, watching that single lug nut wheel on, on a cup car. Uh, like you said, those pit stops, they're going to be different, aren't they? We're not going to be needing as many people. Uh, we're, we are cutting down that workforce a little bit. But it seems that a lot of those guys, I think, will be able to catch on with the amount of new teams coming into the sport. Uh, we've got some great a diverse ownership in the sport right now, Kyle, um, more so than ever. And uh, I hope that's feeding us in the right direction, don't you? I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, you know, having Pitbull and Michael Jordan coming in, um, I think it's good. Um, sad to see somebody like Chip Ganassi leave, um, you know, having, you know, the now, success that they've had. Never got a cup championship, I, but I don't um, think he's going to be gone for long. He'll be back, Kyle. I have a feeling Chip's going to be back. I mean, Chip still has, you know, you know, has all the success in, in, in the IndyCar series to focus on in IMSA. So, uh, you know, he still has those outlets to go to. 
And yeah, um, Ganassi, you know, they've had everybody in there. You know, they have Montoya when he went to stock cars. Same with Dario mm-hmm. Franchitti. Um, you know, Ganassi's played a pivotal part in a lot of lot of careers. You know, not not just in NASCAR, but also in open wheel. Um, Correct. You know, just uh, yeah, um, they've had a lot of success. Chip Ganassi has. And um, you know, I don't I don't expect that to slow down in the IndyCar series anytime soon. I mean Alex Polo just won the IndyCar series championship in the ten car for them. So, um, you know, and he was good all year. Um, just ran up front when he had to and just did everything right. So, um, you know, and especially to beat, you know, that, that, that classic uh Ganassi Penske matchup, you know, up against Joseph Newgarden and also Pato Award for uh for the Aero oh, Motorsport yeah. Group, so yes. um, it was, you know, it was yes. a really t- it was a really interesting year, especially the last few weeks of the season. You know, Portland and Laguna Seca, and I know we don't talk much open wheel on here, but uh, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's you know, it'd be nice to be back in the Indy Car race someday. Um, last time I was in Indy Car race, Robert Wickens had his bad crash, and uh, yeah, that was a long day. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully we get back to IndyCar one day, and hopefully be you know maybe the Indy 500 one day. That'd be nice, just to see what it's like well, and uh, to experience it once. Yeah, we 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 need IndyCar back in Watkins Glen, I think desperately. Um, they they need, like you said, they need that East Coast presence. I still think there's a possibility they could do something at Pocono uh, and get those cars back there, Kyle, because the racing is just tremendous at Pocono with the IndyCars. Um, and you said that many, many times. So let's keep our fingers crossed on that. All right, guy. Looks like Rowdy's busy with that football game. So go, Parker. Hope you're doing well. Kyle, what you got to do to take us out for tonight, buddy? Yeah, hopefully uh warms up a little bit. I think the weather's supposed to be a little nicer for the weekend. Um, coming up here, uh, racing-wise, like I said, Eastern States 200. At Orange County Fair Speedway, that's that's October 21st to the 24th. Main feature, 200 laps on us on Sunday. Also, I know there's a 410 show at BAPS. I know it's their second to last show of the year. That's on Saturday, October 23rd. And I think that's basically it. Well, actually, no. Actually, you know what? Port Royal still does have one race left, I found out. Um, the uh, past 305 oh, sprints, they're going to race on Saturday for, a, for for something. And uh, yeah, I know. That's uh, I'll tell you what. That 305 race on uh, the same, on the World Outlaws Nittany Showdown night was pretty darn good. So um, they put on a good show. I, I think it was that. better than the Outlaws race, honestly. Um, but uh, those 305s, they put on a good show. You know, they run Sealands Grove, they run Williams Grove, they run everywhere. So um, you know, end of the year at Port Royal, you know, it's definitely a, a good thing for them. Well, Kyle, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to Thursday night and all the new good stuff we're going to have to talk about. We do another review and preview. Uh, thank you, Rowdy, for letting uh, Kyle and I do this. It's been a blast. Uh, we'll see Rowdy together. Uh, I'll get together with Rowdy a couple weeks in Nashville for sure, and possibly this weekend in Kansas. Looking forward to seeing you out there, Charlie. Congratulations to Charlie and Ashley on their marriage. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you both soon. Winchester, great. Kokomo, great. We got the following 150 coming up this Saturday afternoon at Dell's Raceway Park. I'm going to see if we can get our friend Jerry Aubie on the show on Thursday and talk a little bit about his big 
end of the season extravaganza, which I was planning to go to, folks. And so NASCAR came calling, and they said they wanted Rowdy and I to come out to Kansas. So we're going to go see Dorothy and Toto and check things out and keep that bad witch away. So, so Monday night, let that light shine bright, bright, bright. We'll see ya. Thank you, Kyle.